school. Just legit got a good deal, so now he's not carrying your beer on tap. Mm-hmm. Or if he's trying to get rid of you. I, I, I don't know. And or do I care? Like, I, I mean, I drink a very specific type of beer. Yeah. Um, a good old boy type of beer, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not one that in the renaissance they cheered about (laughs) but it's definitely an iconic good old boy beer yes agreed (laughs) that's us not saying names friends no that's the name of the beer isn't it in the renaissance they would cheer and so i kind of feel like Agreed. It doesn't even matter because we've been going to that place less and less anyway. Yes, correct. So, whatever. If they don't have your beer, that's just another reason not Not to to go there. Yeah. And, yeah, I agree. That guy's a jerk. Like, there's something jerky about this dude to the point where, like, I don't know that I want to hang out at this place and patron patron his establishment. Right. He he is definitely not the reason that we go. No. So when he is putting his face out there for yeah. us to see, it's it's not great for us. Yeah. So what? Nobody cares. Agreed. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come in, listen, enjoy. Uh, it's time for Shut Up. I love you. <laughs> By TNR. Uh, thank you so much for finding us. Um, regardless of how our recording is going today, or we're having some um, technical difficulties, I think. Um, so bear with us, friends. We're, we're amateurs at this. We never said we were professionals. And then plus the opening was kind of bad. Agreed. It was. Yeah. <laughs> My name is David. I put, uh, this show is about <laughs> DMB, uh, all the things and us, <laughs> all of us, everyone. My name is David. I put the DMB in R, and this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? My week was fine. <laughs> We're so bad. <laughs> so we started off yelling at each other. And then, well, no, 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 scratch that. We'll rewind for a second. We started off with our machine, whatever this recording device that is in front of us. Uh, it's a board with a bunch of buttons on it, right? Yeah, that we don't know anything about. We don't know nothing about. And it's going in and out. The sound is going like up and down. It's almost like a pulsating. Um, so we turned the machine off and turned it back on. And it was working and for hope, two minutes. And we hope that it's working. We hope that it's working. Um, we'll see. <laughs> we, we will see. Um, and then we yelled at each other because that's it's what, what we, we do. do. <laughs> In my defense, I only have so much time with you. I hear what you are saying. You need sleep. Agreed. You at not need. You have to have sleep. You there's a number in which if you don't get to that number, you're done. You're a soup sandwich. You're already a soup sandwich. Okay. I'm making you mad. No, I don't want to dwell on this for the whole show. <laughs> okay. I was um, trying to move on. <laughs> and um, so now we're doing it. And then the show opener was bad. So, friends, if you're hanging out with us for, uh, if you're still here with us, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, finding us. Um, Please try three of them. Um, There's definitely three episodes in there. Uh, Find a funny title. Um, Maybe not this one. Go ahead and skip this one. No. (laughs) It's going to be good by the end of the episode. Stop it. We promise it'll, it can only get better from it here. It can only get, get better, better from, from here. here. It can only get better from here. And then, um, and, fr- and tell a friend, please. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm okay. just lost. Yeah. I'm lost. You're thrown off. And uh, please rate, review, subscribe. It definitely means the world to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All of you who are hanging out with us right now, thank you. Wherever you find yourself uh, right now, Thank you that you are sharing that time with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
We just cannot say it enough. Um, DMB news uh, is minimal. Like you can, there's some other podcasts out there talking about the shows. They're do, they've done a couple like private shows, um, you know, and and everybody is connected. And that's the one thing I noticed. There's so many ways to connect to the band. And, and if you've been doing it as long as we have, you have your ways to connect. So we don't want it to be about us trying to connect you to the band. Because the band, you are already connected to the band in enough ways. We are, it's, we are fans just like you're fans. We're just a fan, right? Yeah, I am. I'm just a fan, right? And uh, with that being said... Um, if you haven't heard, you are living under a rock. Um, and uh, vote DMB for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right now. I tried to start. Twenty. Yeah, I tried to start a couple hashtags. They did not seem to work out. So um, definitely, I. Uh, you can I, keep trying though. Yeah, I will keep trying. Um, go on there and vote. I know that it looks like they were in sixth place at the time of this recording. Um, First, I think the top five get in, so we got to keep uh, all the fans, which is only like 130-something thousand votes, which I find that hard to believe. Maybe it was 130 million votes, but 130,000 votes just I, doesn't seem like... Because I have voted myself personally at least 10 times. Um, I don't know what the average numbers look like from year to year. Yeah, I don't know. So what the votes are, yeah, and how they vote. I don't know. I know Pat Benatar is number one, though. I mean, I mean, it is. I mean, she's an iconic rock star. I know. So she deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. You know, just not next year. (laughs) That's all. No, yeah, next year. There's five of them get in, but yeah, but we'll see. Maybe. Maybe Doobie Brothers, you're out. Maybe you're the one that's going to be out. And so DMB can be in. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably not going to be Doobie Brothers out there because they're always staying alive. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the Doobie Brothers. Oh, you're right. That's the Bee Gees. <laughs> you're way off. Oh, my gosh. My mom would slap me right now so hard. <laughs> I think everybody's going to slap you so hard. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> so we got um our our friends are celebrating their wedding anniversary. We just celebrated our wedding anniversary. They are one year behind us in wedding anniversaries, but the same amount of time together. And they're going away for their anniversary. They're gonna have a weekend. Oh, way. For them. And I can't help but ponder the decision that was made for where they're going to celebrate their anniversary. They're two adults that have children. They're not taking their children with them. And they are going to Disney. Both of them together? They are going to Disney together as a couple to celebrate... Their anniversary. I mean, I, yeah, I would go to Disney, but I mean. You had better take me somewhere better than Disney <laughs> for And you us. don't know, they may have like some oh, kind yeah. of pass or Absolutely. Yeah. They, I assume, I mean, I know that she loves all things Disney. I, I know that. But I'm just not the person that wants to go there for my anniversary, for an adult weekend. No, they have a lot of adult things there, too. I mean, quite frankly, we have never been to Disney, so we can't. I mean, I haven't. Me, personally. I don't remember as, adult things, because I went as a child. As, so I saw all the children's events. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, still, if if you were to tell me, hey, let's go for a weekend away, me and you, where do you want to go? Disney's one of the last places I'm going to say. Yeah, okay. And that's fine. It's fine for them. Agreed. It just made me ponder things. I'm, I'm questioning the decisions that I've made in life. (laughs) I mean, so I guess, um, if I said like, Hey, let's, we're going on a a 
three day, four day weekend or, or trip or whatever, what's your ideal trip for a a weekend uh, anniversary compared to like scratch uh, a weekend, like what just a regular weekend away? You know, if I said, oh, it's our 14th, 15th wedding anniversary, let's go to Vegas, would you be upset? No. I mean, I would probably pick like New Orleans or Austin before Vegas. Ah, okay. You I, like to gamble. I don't like to gamble. Understood. I I, I understand your fuddy-duddy ways. I, I've been married to you for a long time. Um, but what's in New Orleans that's not in Vegas? There's shows. There's hookers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, out of... I, I really feel like I don't need to spend any time with the hooker for my anniversary. Okay. Yeah, probably not. But they're there, though. Okay. And that makes it all better. Yeah, I can see why I've you been... would <laughs> think that. In, I mean, I guess push comes to shove. There's probably hookers at Disney, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there is. That's Snow White. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't say that. Or Cinderella. Which one? No. Which one would don't be? Don't say that. Which one would no. be the hooker? No. I'm not. No. Not at all. One of them has to be. No, not one of them has to be. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But since we're on the 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 discussion of vacations, um, please go visit our friend at um, at tips to live by um she is a travel and food blog um puts up all kinds of cool stuff and i actually ran across this this week and i wanted to talk about it um they're having they are starting to put out uh vacations for moms a mom specific vacation so um she wrote a big blog about it um please go um go find her at tips to live by one um on twitter um there's a cool blog uh blog about momcations and solo mom travel trends and how it's changing the industry and stuff like that so um a cool little plug for a friend you know would you take a solo vacation by yourself I mean, we talked about it the other day. I I don't, not at this stage, not at this point, no. And I said that then, too. I No, I like spending time with my family. I mean, I just need, like, a night off, not a vacation. That's how I feel about it. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's, it's fine. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I could send you away on a four or five day trip to Aruba. I don't want to. I mean, I want to go with my family. I want to go, but I want to bring you guys with me because I want to make memories. Yeah, you better not be going to Aruba without me. I mean... I don't know that we bring... I don't care that we bring the kids, but you better bring me. (laughs) Okay, so what if it was Disney, though? (laughs) I know. I mean, if we go to Disney, we would have to bring our children. But would I have to bring you? No. You you don't have to bring me. Nope. Okay. Maybe we should start making lists. Yes, I would. Of where we can go on vacation without the other one. This is going to be like how if I were to meet a certain female celebrity and not bring her home to you, <laughs> that's a divorceable offense. Yeah. So correct. what vacation spots are a divorceable offense? I'm going to go on vacation without you. Mm-hmm. Vegas. Okay. <laughs> if I were to go to Vegas without you, mm-hmm. you are allowed to divorce me. Okay. But I I have been to Vegas without you. But for work. Well. I've traveled through on my motorcycle. Oh, you're correct. You're yeah. correct. I was with your father. Yeah. 
And as much as he's bro code, like he, I, I pretty sure that he's not going to let you screw up too much. I am his daughter. Yeah. He's going to tattle. <laughs> Is there anything no. you need to tell me, David? No, not at all. Um, <laughs> I gave that up a long time ago. Um, but we are, since we are talking uh, travel, a nice, good quality segue. Um, let's, uh, I took a trip this week. Yes, you did. I went to... Uh, oh, we're saying? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, we are. We're saying. I went to <laughs> Southern State. Ooh, busted. <laughs> I went to a place. But I need you to tell me about this trip because I I know most of it, but I need you to tell me in your words. Wait, I should say I know my side of it. I want okay. you to tell me in your words your side of it. I'm interested to hear your side. <laughs> I want to hear your side first. So you left. Like, I left for work, and then you left. So I don't know what time you left. I assume that you made it to the airport on time because you were gone. <laughs> um, But you waited until, like, super late and then text me, hey, I'm eating dinner. And then that was it. Yeah. So I didn't know what time you were coming back. You you get very business, I don't know, with me when you're traveling for work. Like, in it's I can see why it's hard not to because the whole thing is work. You're not traveling for yourself. Yes. You're traveling for work. But you still have a personal life. But you very much stick me into a cube. And don't tell me when your flight is. You don't tell me when you're coming back. Okay. And then, you know, like, well, let me know that you landed okay. And then you'll, hey, I'm eating dinner. I got here just fine. Well, yeah, obviously you're eating (laughs) dinner now. (laughs) So I learned a long time ago that when you're traveling for work, I have to just let you be gone the whole time you'll reach out you'll touch base when you're ready Mm -hmm. um but i knew there was a point when you were ready you needed to vent because something tragic happened okay and now i want you to tell me in your words okay um yes i when i am traveling uh, a couple things um, one, I uh, agree. I'm all business. And my I usually try to tr- uh, schedule my time very specifically. I don't have a lot of extra free time laying around. I, you know, I go, I land. And this trip in particular, I, uh, I was meeting somebody at the airport. So when I got to the airport, I was texting that person trying to, you know, hey, where are you at? What terminal are you in? Where, you know, you're calling the Uber. Where do we got to go get the Uber car? You know, uh, how do we get to the place that we're going? What, ho- what, what hotel are you in? What ho- I was staying in a different hotel. Um, what are we doing for the rest of the evening? We had to go do a thing after, like, as soon as we got there, we had to go do a thing immediately. Um, there was work being had at that time. So when I finally sat down to eat dinner, that was the moment where it was, I felt like I was on my time again, my free time. So that's when I was like, oh, you know, hey, yeah, everything's good to go, you know. Because in, in my brain, I'm working the whole time. It's not that I'm, you know, not that I'm dissing my family or um, whatever. I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say, but it's not um, not that I, I just, I have other priorities. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm out. Like no, that. I know you're working. Yes. Um, and then plus my my time is I'm dedicated to doing a thing. I don't want to be texting back and forth like, Hey, you know, how are the kids? Did they eat breakfast? What'd they have? We never do that. I know, but we could get, we could go down that rabbit hole if you wanted to. No. Yeah. Well, that's what you were just asking me to. Not at all. You know, uh, (laughs) 
Not at all. I know, I know. There's a there's a a line there. And yeah, I'm, you're being extreme. Yeah, I'm going from the left side of the line all the way over to the right side of the line. Agreed. Okay. However, um, anyways, I I I did this thing, and I uh, you know, got home fine. And all was right. Yeah, but, I mean, I thought the whole point of talking about this is to talk about the trip. Yeah. Okay. Tragedy happened. <laughs> I want to hear your story. <laughs> um, so, a couple things. As we on. Um, I feel like I have traveled enough now for work. That travel has become normalized. Yeah. You know, um, going just... <laughs> you're, you're the guy who stays on their phone until you're ready to take off now. Yeah. Because uh, there was a time when as soon as the doors were shut, you're ready to turn off your phone. Everybody needs to do what the captain says. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're that guy that rolls his eyes like, okay, buddy, I'll get to my phone when I get to my phone. <laughs> yeah. I um, know where to stand. I know how to get up the escalators. I know what places to go and where to, uh, what's the fastest route to get, you know, I know what airports are and like how to get around an airport. And I'm like, Oh, you got to go over here. And you know, there's a passageway over here and this checkpoint over here is always the shortest, you know? Um, and I've been to multiple airports multiple times. So not only the airport, um, understanding what airport, uh, is my home airport and then what home, what airport is I'm constantly being laid over at because I like to fly a certain um, airline so I can get the points, you know. Right. So travel has become normalized. Yeah. Um, and I like it's not wrong. It's fine. I mean, it happens for a lot of people. A lot of people travel all the time and is in airports all the time um doing that commuting thing so um tragedy struck for the first time um i had a flight canceled Mm -hmm. on me Mm -hmm. and i the instantly got rebooked on a plane that was leaving two hours earlier than Four hours earlier than what I was expecting it to leave. Yeah, and four hours is a lot in a work day. In a work day, yes. When I, when I when my time is very calculated, like we talked about already, and it's very like I have to get this particular thing done at this time. I'm trying to do this and this and this. Um, when that gets moved around, my uh, I panicked. You know, so I reschedule. I had to reschedule flights and then I couldn't get on flights because I was extra I wanted to take certain flights and I had to go on standby to get Mm -hmm. on this flight um but since I was a priority customer they were like well we'll put you on number one on standby yeah and I'm going what does that mean you know the top of the list yeah instead of the (laughs) instead of like first come first serve yeah correct yeah yeah so, um, I, yeah, and I had to wait and do multiple places, do multiple flights, multiple layovers, multiple layovers yeah. to, to get home. Um, but I did, I got home, I set up a plan and I worked the plan and I got home. It wasn't at the time that I wanted to get home, but it was fine. Yeah. Did they ever, like, not that they need to, I'm just curious, did they give you a reason why your original flight got canceled? No, they did not. That's very frustrating. Mm. I mean... It's part of traveling, though. Like, this particular time, maybe because it was the first time that it happened. Yeah. That it was just like, ah, all right. Yeah. Fine. You know. How, How far out in advance was this flight booked? Mm, not weeks, but days. But, I mean, it was more than a week, but not weeks. 
Okay. So maybe like 10 days, 12 days. Okay. I it, Like, w- because we don't know why the flight was canceled, mm-hmm. it's hard to speculate anything. It's just, you know, very curious, the whole situation. I don't know. I don't understand how a flight can get canceled. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Yes, I understand. There's I believe, multiple reasons for flights to get yeah, canceled. I believe that this particular flight that goes back and forth from this particular city to the other particular city that was going, there's <laughs> multiple flights going every Daily. day. Back yeah. and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And there was probably one too many that day. Like, they didn't book all of them all the way full. So if you have Oh, to see... Okay, I see what you're you're, saying. if you have 10 flights going from this city to this city and you have 75% full, right, you take away two of those flights... To have 100% full on on all the flights. flights. Yeah. You're going to save yourself, you know, thousands of dollars... Yes. ...at that point. Yes. But it still screws your customer. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's just, I know. Part I, of be- I, I know. I know. <laughs> I believe that is what happened. Okay. Because the place. The I, way it came down. Yeah. The place I was flying to and the place I was going were major hubs. Yeah. For that particular airline. And that's what they do. Yeah. You know? And it felt normal, you know. Yeah. It and, got figured out. Yeah. You got home. What time were you originally supposed to be home? Do you know? Do you remember? 6.30. Okay. So, like, six hours, seven hours, hours late. Later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were here. You missed rush hour. I bet your drive <laughs> from the airport yeah. to our house was, like, super speedy. It was not. What? It was not. I mean, it was at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But they had the road shut down through the middle of the city, so you had to go around. You had to go around the city. Okay. Yeah. That sucks. Because there was events happening, so the main road that they shut you down to, you couldn't get through. Like, they took you off the main road to go down into the city, and then they had the city all blocked off because there was events happening in the city the very next day. Yeah. They had all that set up. But all of this makes for a shitty podcast, for sure. I mean, that's speculation. (laughs) And there's one more thing I noticed about being traveling. And it was more of a, a me, and I wasn't, again... I was just sitting down in an airport to have a beer and a sandwich. It was time for me to eat, so I needed to sit down somewhere. There was a place. I found a place. I put my back down, and I sat down in a seat. I did not do anything else but this. But women have to be so guarded and All men have made women so jaded toward them that whenever a guy sits down next to a woman, they become instantly guarded. Yep. And it was a little bit, I don't want to say insulting, but like, I, like, I, I don't want to talk to this woman. I don't want to have anything to do with you, woman. Like, for you to scoot far away from me to make sure that your hand was out so I could see your ring and to make sure that your face was constantly turned. Like, you, she made sure her face was turned the other direction so she wouldn't have to look at me. And I'm going... Why? Why are you going that far to tell somebody that you are uninterested? Like, I was, I didn't even want to talk to her. I didn't want to talk to you, lady. I just want to sit down and eat a sandwich and drink a beer. Okay. And there was an empty seat beside you. All you have to do at that point is not talk to her. I didn't. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything, but there was a little bit of, like, 
that's insulting because you're assuming that I'm a douchebag dude, which how can you not, as a female, how can you not assume this? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yes. So I can't blame her. But you still are. But I'm still disappointed of, like, it's insulting to me because I wasn't that guy. Okay. But, right, there's there's been enough guys. And, yeah, you know, maybe she's been bothered and hit on. And she's just trying to sit here and have and a beer and eat a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. Stop hitting on me, you yeah. know? Agreed. So she's, like, maybe this has happened enough that she feels she has to go to these stupid extremes. Why do I even have to make sure to show you my ring and not even make eye contact with you? Because in the past, people still try to hit on me. Yeah. You don't know. And she was so, like, it wasn't that she was pretty or dropped out gorgeous or like, oh, I have to talk to this woman. No, she was just a normal female. And I'm just a normal dude sitting down trying to eat a sandwich. You eat your sandwich. I'm going to eat my sandwich. This place that we're in, this restaurant that we're in, is packed full of people. There's nowhere else for me to sit down. I have to sit down somewhere. I guess I don't have to. I can eat on the ceiling. If they time, if there's a table up there, I would go sit over there and eat a, eat a table, eat at that table. You but know, there wasn't. But there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's what I wrote it down. Like just so, I and maybe I shouldn't have been insulted because not the insulted is the wrong word I'm trying to use here. Like I don't know what the right word is because I'm not. I wasn't insulted. But it was more just, I don't know, grossed out, taken aback. Offended. Offended. That, that you would you assume were? that I was that type of guy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, right. Nobody knows. And you did the right thing by not talking to her. I didn't say a damn thing to Good. her. Good. Yeah, I didn't say anything. But I came to my podcast and bashed her. <laughs> Which is... Not bashed. Uh, I wasn't trying to bash. brought it up. But I'm just trying to talk through this emotion that I had. You know? Yeah. This this visceral reaction this female had towards me causing me to have a reaction to it wasn't. It wasn't you, Dave. It was men men in general. general. Yeah. Yeah. I got lumped into a bucket of... All, all like I got painted with a wide brush by <laughs> yes. all men, and are I don't, you offended by that? And I think I'm, that's what I'm most offended about. <laughs> that's what I'm most disappointed over the fact that I got put in, like I got lumped in with all the other guys. I got lumped in with them. And, and how does that feel? It feels like shit, right? No. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't like it. Exactly. Remember this, when you lump a woman into that bucket, this painting a white brush. Do I do that? (laughs) When? Name. Name. Uh, So while you were away on your trip, the kids wanted to play games. They got out board games. Mm -hmm. And... One of the games that we were playing was War, the card game War. And I don't know who taught the Leaf how to play War, but we definitely needed to go over how that game works, which we were able to. We got it figured out. So now all three of us, both the girls and I, are sitting down to play cards. And I said, okay, what what do you guys want to play that we can all play together? And the tree yelled, peanut butter. I'm like, peanut butter? I've never heard of this card game. How do you play peanut butter? And she starts describing the game of bullshit. So I, okay, you know, I want to make sure I have this game right. Where did you learn this game? Oh, this friend. So I called this particular friend's parents. Hey, my kids want to play the game peanut butter. And she goes, oh, I've never, the mom's like, I've never heard of that. How do you play that game? I said, well, they learned it at your house. That's what the leaf said. Yes. So come to, you know, she asks her kid, hey, what's this game? Peanut butter. Oh, liar. 
okay. So she starts describing how you play liar. And I'm like, that's bullshit. And she goes, yeah. I'm like, okay. So we sit down with, I sit down with my two kids. We start playing the game of bullshit. Instead of yelling bullshit, we yelled liar. So playing this game, two, two things happened. Thing one is neither one of them would call me a liar. And I don't know if it's because they're scared of mom and they don't want to call mom a liar. Or if it was because they think I wouldn't lie to them. I don't know, but they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't call liar on me. And also the tree, I could definitely tell every time she was lying when she put her cards down. Every single time. Her poker face is as bad as my poker face. You know, whatever. The leaf, I couldn't tell a single time. Not a single time could I tell when she was lying to me. Yeah, that bothered you. It really uh, does. It bothered you a lot. Yeah. You, you told me when, as soon as I got home, it's like, I, Dave, David, I can't tell when our kid's lying. David, I can't tell. And I'm going, so? So? You should be able to tell when your kids are lying. No. Yes. Not always. Yes. Not always. Yes. I mean... Is there a level of us, like, there's a level of acting there. Like, there's a level of us, like, in, in she, you know, she, she learns everything from us. So, it's, you know, we are showing her Yeah, something. but, like, Tooth Fairies and Santa Claus. Okay. You know, which, as far as I can tell, she doesn't know what we're lying about. <laughs> Like, yeah, but eventually she's going to find out. Yeah. I mean, uh, does the elf come out this year? I mean, doesn't it have to? Oh, fucking bastard. I hate the stupid elf on the shelf. <laughs> I hate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I will say we we can let it cause a little bit more mischief this year than mm. in the years past. Because there was younger kids around this year. There's not younger kids around. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I'm not there. I've seen uh, like drunk Barbie, like, you know, oh, kids get off on the shelf. 20 year olds get drunk Barbie. (laughs) I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't know if we have Barbies anymore. We don't. Yeah, I think we do. We have to have Barbies. The girls haven't played with them for a minute. though. Right. I wonder if I could finish getting rid of them. I want to I want to go through their rooms and get rid of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's time. That's usually on the list before, right around this time. Yeah. It's time you start to... spending more time inside, less time outside playing here. Let's, Let's reorganize right. and get rid of the stuff that you haven't touched for a year. Yeah. Make room for the crap that we're going to buy you for Christmas. Yeah, more stuff's coming in. Let's get rid of this old stuff. So we can put new stuff in. <laughs> new. Let's get rid of this old shitty stuff so we can put new shitty, shitty stuff. stuff in its place. <laughs> um, but, okay, so if improv has taught me anything, improv has taught me how to lie. And, and I don't want to say how to lie. Um, before, I would wear my emotions on my sleeve. Like I would wear everything out. Um, everything that I'd hear and say and do, I would, um, like it was there always out for me. You know, um, I never believed in holding anything back. Whereas, um, improv, you have to pretend to be happy sometimes, even when you're not, and you have to pretend to be sad and you have to pretend you're playing characters. You're, you're playing a game of pretend you're playing a game of make them up, you know, and whatever character you're playing, your character has feelings and this, these feelings need to be betrayed out for other people to tell what those feelings are. So you learn how to improv teaches you how to show emotion when there is no emotion, you know, um, or understand how to give emotion and how to get emotion back. Um, with that being said, um, I believe that, I mean, one, there was an incident and while I was traveling where there was a, a, a lady 
uh, who was a server of mine, who was just plain old sickening sweet. Just plain, just nice. Oh, honey, don't worry about it. I will gladly get that for you. But it would take her like 20 minutes to go get a beer and come. Oh, here you go, honey. That's just the best. I'm so glad you waited for me. Thank you. You know, oh, what what do you need, you sweet little thing, you? Just sickening, sickening sweet. Bad at her job. Horrible at her job. And just did not care. A hundred percent did not care, but you gave her a pass because of how sickening sweet she was. She was just absolutely ridiculously nice. So is she bad at her job then? Horrible at her job. No, obviously not. She's horrible at her job. She wasn't doing it efficiently. No. But she is doing a good job because... She has turned it into this thing where if I am just the nicest, sweetest person as can be, I'm still going to be able to keep my job and do my job. Yeah, and I and she just doesn't have to give a shit. She doesn't have to care that, at that level. And it was, it would have been easier to hate this person that like ah she didn't get me my drinking time and I'm I've been sitting here for twenty minutes what's going on, um you know it'd been easier to be mad at her if she came over and threw the drink down and said here, I'll be back in a minute you know like oh she was if she was rude to me at that point then it would be easier uh, instead of coming over and being like oh honey you're just so pretty today just sitting there all just happy to see me and here you go here's your drink i'm just so i'm so glad to be here right now giving you this drink and you're just like oh i know thank you you know <laughs> and and then you she walks away going wait a minute I just waited 27 minutes for you to give me this drink and you gave it to me with a smile and and I took it because of how ridiculously sweet and nice you are. You know, so there there's a level of lying there that I don't I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if that lady would like if she was being nice to me because she was genuinely a nice person, I'd like to think that's what it was. But there's a chance that she had learned. She That is a learned behavior. She has learned that I can suck at my job as long as I am ridiculously nice and sweet and kind to people. I mean, that's what I assumed it was. Yeah. That's what you assumed it was. So, I mean, that's what your kid has pulled over you. Like, your kid has done that. Your kid has taken this thing and made it made it into something that was, like, nice and whatever. Like, she's faked you out. You can't. You can't tell. You've just, you know. Yeah, but that's that's kind of my point is she's only eight. Yeah, we got a long she, road ahead of us. Yeah, that yeah. scares the shit out of me. How does that not give you some kind of emotion? I mean, it gives me, like, I, you know, I'm not proud of her. That's, oh, honey, it's, I'm so happy that you can lie. <laughs> That's the way you make it sound. Yeah, but I don't want to hold it against her. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a skill that not everybody has because I don't believe that I have that skill or, I believe that I am just now learning at 40 years old. I'm just now learning about this skill. I'm just now learning how to lie at 42 years old. You know, and, and, and quite frankly, it's making it easier for me to go to work. Because I just, yeah, no problem. No, yeah, sure. I'll gladly get that. And I just don't give a shit. I don't legitimately give two shits. But it's, you know, and, and I believe that improv has taught me how to be fake. And I, like, it, there's a level of me that I don't like that, but it's also how I've also believed that that's how the world works a little bit, right? 
there's a lot of people out there in the world that understand what I'm saying right now. Okay. <laughs> you are you are in serious thought right now. Yeah, I was. <laughs> this lying thing has got you all worked up. I mean, you have to assume that people are lying, but not all the time. I mean, that's... I want to see the good in people. I mean, I know that people do have... Yes. Negative. Yes. But I want to see the good. And I don't know if that's a shame on them or shame on me if they've got me fooled. I feel like it's a shame on them that, you know, I get to be happy and positive about this situation. Mm. You lied to make it look happy and positive. But I'm the one who's sleeping well at night because I walked away from a happy, positive situation. Yeah. Yeah, so... But you're genuine, and they're whatever, they don't care. There's both a genuine... There's a level of being genuine and not caring at the same time. Like, I can genuinely not care. Uh, No, you're correct, but that's not what we're talking about. Okay. 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 (laughs) So I did, speaking of improv, do you have something? No. I I mean, yeah, but yeah. I know. And who knew I'm good at improv? That's what everybody said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm glad. (laughs) Rachel does not think I'm good at improv. No, that's not what it was. I think you did just fine. I think that you got a... B B minus for the show. Okay. You know, like if if I had to grade you, I would say it was like a B minus. Cause it was better than a C. Okay. You know? But you didn't I didn't feel like you did anything that stood out. Like there wasn't anything a material. Yeah. Right. So but would you grade other people I higher? I was grading you on a scale. Yeah. Would would you grade other people higher than me? There were other people that I would have graded that I did grade higher. Yes. I mean, okay. I did, we didn't write grades down. No, we did. Um, but we hung out with some people after the show, mm-hmm. and they all seemed to feel like you had a material. But okay. they were not grading on a scale. Yeah. They were not they were not uh viewing me with uh jaded lenses, I guess. Rose colored. Rose colored lenses, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um I had fun. Good. I mean, improv was like I enjoyed it. It was something that I didn't know that I would enjoy. That's definitely supposed to be the number one. Yeah. Um, I also been describing it to people as it is an itch that was scratched that I neither knew was there nor that I knew needed scratched. Uh, I don't think that's true. Okay. You've been talking about wanting to do improv for a long time. Okay. Right? Yeah. I've been talking about doing stand-up. Like, there's something there. You're correct. Yeah. You're correct. To me, they're in the same boat. Yeah, but they're not. But they are. But they're not. But they are. Yes. Um... I have, uh, I have always had that, I don't want to say always had that performance bug, but I have had a performance bug. Yeah. Part, part of what we do here on the podcast is a level of acting, you know? I mean, we are real people talking to Mike's friends. Trust us. We pour our... I mean, obviously. We... If you, if you have stayed on this episode long <laughs> enough to be at this moment... We are obviously pouring ourselves in. <laughs> yeah, we're real. We're genuine. 
we don't like we don't try to sugarcoat things or um i mean we are political we don't you know go and 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 you know we're nice and all of those things but we're also real people and we try to portray that in, in our characters here on the podcast not that we play characters but our characters are real people you know um when i'm on stage I, at, at improv, I'm playing pretend. the character of you. I'm playing pretend people. Mm, yeah, as me. Yeah, me playing pretend people. Yeah, ish. Ish. Yeah. Um, but there's a performance level there that every time that those people laughed, it get it gets you high. There's you know adrenaline rush. Yes, and you want more of it. So I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I'm going to... Oops, I did it again. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to continue on this uh, this uh, improv journey. I believe it's helped us out a little. I don't know that's helped us out a whole bunch. Um, you know, see beginning of episode. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you how much it doesn't help. Hey, um, everybody's allowed to have an off night. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're we're finishing up strong. Er. Stronger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I had fun. It it was a good time. Uh, we definitely got to meet a bunch of new people, and that's always that's something that we enjoy. In general, anyways, regardless of improv or not there. Um, I work for a large corporation. You do? I do. Very large. Uh, Fortune 1000 company. (laughs) Um, HR was in the building. (laughs) Well, when I did my improv, okay, it was not like that though. First of all, the company you work for, the company does not know that you were taking improv. They did not, yeah, right? The company did not know. It just so happened that someone that was in your improv troupe is dating someone who happens to be working in the HR department at the company you work for. Yes, correct. Yeah. And here's the thing. The HR person didn't even know that you worked for the company. Yeah. I was invisible. There was zero mention of said company. Until I said it. Until you said it. Yeah. You could have gone on. I could have played it off. Yeah. But, yes, agreed. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you know, full disclosure, we, we are real people and we live real lives and we're hanging out with this person and they say the company they work for, you happen to know already because you recognized them. They didn't recognize you. Yeah. And so we put it out there. You put it out there, which was a nice, good, appropriate thing to do. Yes. Yes. But now... HR knows what you do on the weekends <laughs> in your spare time. Yes. <laughs> HR knows. <laughs> Who is this her? <laughs> I don't believe I could have done as well as I did. I mean, regardless of whether you think I did well or not, um, the as well as I did, knowing going into it that HR was in the building. Yeah, so that was one thing that you talked about is you asked me specifically not to sit in the front row of the audience because That's you can see that. The uh, the way the lights are angled and shine, yeah, you can the see the front row of the audience. And when actually before the show started, there was no one sitting in the front row. And the host like just pressured people, pressured us enough that someone finally gave in and sat like moved and sat in the front row. But because we specifically talked about it, I did not. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple times that I saw you looking, but you know, I assumed you were looking for me. Yeah. Um, but 
during the performance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you didn't see me, but you heard me laugh. Oh, I did. Because yeah, because I there was a couple times I laughed out loud, like very loudly, distinctly my laugh, and I saw you immediately turn in the direction that I was sitting because oh, she's over there. <laughs> but I think it being slightly anonymous yeah. makes it easier. Yes. Again, with that's why I'm glad that we didn't take the improv class together. The anonymity yeah. is it's a good thing when you're trying to, as you say, lie to people. Yeah. About who you are. Play pretend. Yeah. So we're playing a game of pre- pretend. It worked. Yes. You didn't know HR was there. You didn't know where I was. Yeah. You went up and opened up a little and had fun in a way. In a and way. And it worked. Yeah. Good. And I kept asking you what my what my best one, my best bit was. Like, what was my best scene, Rachel? And she still won't tell me. I, do, I don't know. Like, there wasn't... I've told you. There wasn't a one specific thing that stood out. Now... There was one specific thing that stood out to someone else's friend that was in the audience, like talking to random audience member B. Mm-hmm. She thought that your Dumbledore slash Gandalf <laughs> impression was hilarious. She was crying, laughing about it afterwards. Yeah. So you did it. Isn't uh, that what you were trying to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was a weird moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is hilarious to me because you're actively reading Harry Potter books. Yeah. But on stage, I could see you forgot who Dumbledore was. <laughs> and it wasn't that you forgot, like, you knew, okay, the master professor wizard guy from Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. But what you were acting out was Gandalf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I lost it because I knew what was happening. Like you were up there panicking, not panicking, but just trying to, oh, I got to play this one specific character. Wait, who's this one specific character? Wait. And, you know, the the scene is still going. You don't get to stop and ponder what's happening. Yeah. So you ran with it and it worked. (laughs) It did well. You got a lot of laughs. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So, maybe that was your best scene. Okay. Dumbledore. Dumbledore, not Gandalf. Dumbledore. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had a... We went to a friend's house afterwards that was in the show. She threw a Halloween party. Um, We didn't She threw an excellent Halloween party party also. Yes. Um, Friend. Uh, in my improv class, your Halloween party was A++. Um, good for you. We did not dress up. We should have dressed up. We didn't. I um, dressed up. I was a modern day witch. <laughs> we should. And, and that was a party to just wear like vampire teeth. Like if we would have just had vampire teeth in, like that would have been awesome. Like I believe we would have killed it, you know. We were just normal people, and oh yeah, we are vampires, you know. And vampires are people too, man. Yeah, vampires are people too. Okay, Um, we're up up against time, and I know you're a little bit tired. And when I say a little bit, a lot. I'm doing fine. You're the one who was up at three thirty. I know. Don't get me started. I so I take it you have a song this week? I do have a song. How do you know? Um, I believe it is a song of our time. Okay. I believe it is a song of uh, uh, popularity. Okay. I don't know that it fits all the criteria of like knowing all the words. All only, right. only because, like... <laughs> Do we just know the hook? Yeah, I, believe, I think it's one of those where you just know the hook. 
but it's still a fun song and the band is the first time I've done this particular band so I wanted to do this one which I should probably do a different version or different song from this band but I'm doing this song from oh, this band oh you mean like they have a more popular song but yeah. this is not the song that's not the song I'm doing yeah okay I'm picking a song that was special to me okay for whatever particular reason um, I'll tell you why because I was whatever five, fifth or sixth grade and I would go downstairs in the morning and uh, make my cereal for myself and I would sit on the heater vent and I would watch music videos okay and I would see two very distinctive music videos all the time okay and this was one of them and I always liked hearing the song because of the music video okay okay so here we go load up on guns bring your friends it's fun to lose and to pretend she's overboard and selfish and self-assured oh no i know a dirty word And then it goes into okay some, the chorus. Uh, yeah. Okay, do the second verse then. With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now, entertain us. I feel stupid and contagious. It's Nirvana. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It smells like Teen Spirit. It is. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I knew, like, I almost had it on the first one. <laughs> but, man, you in being offbeat, it's just so, you're just so bad. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that makes it hard. But, yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. Um. No, that, that was, like... What top three of their yeah most correct. popular songs? Well, "Come as You Are" is number one, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. It "Smells Like Teen Spirit" was, but I always liked that video because one, it was like the first Nirvana song that I got into. Okay, you know, yeah, and it was different. It was, you know, it was the first one, and it okay. was something I was what, and it was uh, Nirvana and Nine Inch Nails had like a whole. That those two songs I would watch at 5.30 in the morning because I had to wake up stupid early for the bus as a 5th or 6th grader. It yeah. was a 6th grader, actually, because that's when I started writing the bus. Okay. was in 6th grade, you know. And yeah. I would watch music videos and eat cereal while I sat on the vent with little tiny David and watch music videos and, you know. Had like you were a, never tiny. <laughs> had like a hole. Yeah. Black as your soul. No, I want to. I want to listen to that song now. <laughs> Nothing on Nirvana, but give me some Trent Reznor. Yikes! I just touched a chord with Rachel. <laughs> thank you, friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, if you stuck around for this one, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We just cannot say it enough. This is uh, not this is, but this was a tough one. The tough one for us to get through, technical difficulties, a tough one for us to start. Um, anytime I let Rachel start a show, it's never usually... Thank you! <laughs> it's always the best. Okay, say all your thanks. <laughs> um, please, uh, friends tell friends. We want to be friends with your friends. Um, nothing helps grow our audience more with friends tell friends. Um, please tell a friend. Um, help us grow. Help us be stronger. We don't ask for. We don't ask for anything else. We just ask for you. For to, your friendship. For your friendship. And to and spread the, our love to all the people you know. <laughs> was creepy uh, yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i want creepy voice <laughs> and um try three of them there's three episodes in there somewhere like just pick a couple of them out we i i promise we can get them right for um by the third one i promise we'll get it right i think so i hope um I'd like to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you to Team Tech and Team Music and Team Sound for doing 
all the things that you do so we can do the things that we do. Um, and I'd like to t- thank you to Ark. Thank you, Dee. For a glorious week of love and happiness and understanding. And thank and you for friendship. eating the food that I'm going to be making in the next week and a half. Why? Because. What thank is, you. Why is that? What does that mean? I mean, I'm going to be cooking and you're going to eat my food. And thank you. <laughs> You only get a week and a half after that amount. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think that's it. I you think get that's everything. it. Okay. We love all our friends. And that means you. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast too. <laughs> I don't believe anything we say. David was all bullshit today. Because <laughs> we'll do us. And you do you. We love you. No listicle. <laughs> no listicle. Good night. Good night. <laughs> good night.